0: of so, the so. All right, welcome to starving artist phoenix i'm tony machete i've got rebecca gambino with me today how's it going
1: it's it's going pretty good tony
0: <laughs> i always love to see like when what people do especially when i have the handheld recorder because it's so like formal like stick it in your face right after saying like, how are you are we doing today
1: i feel like you're a reporter or something <laughs> like,
0: I'm, it's going I'm doing very pretty well. Good. it's
1: really great out here we have um,
0: highs of 115. Here, here, here.
1: the crowd's great there's a lot of energy. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, then we're off to a fantastic start. Um, so, I rendered you by happenstance, kind of. I, I just met you, like, three weeks ago or something, was it? Um, I'm not sure how long it was, but doing a short film for my yes. buddy Jacob Sachs. Um, so, how did you get into, like, doing film work, specifically?
1: Um, okay, so, I graduated from ASU with my uh, art studies degree, and I took a couple acting classes through there. And I took an on camera class and I like fell in love with it. I'm like, "Oh wow, this is great because because I'm so quiet like I tried theater before, and I'm like, "Wow, it just it's not working and then the on camera class I'm like oh this is this is it I'm gonna do it so after after I graduated um I started you know auditioning for different things. It's been on and off, but this last year, I've really gotten into auditioning more. I got an agent and uh and then we did that film together, Static, and I just feel like I've really gotten the, the ball rolling.
0: So what do you feel like it is that makes the on-camera work easier? Is it just like the disconnect? There's like no people right there? Or like what is it? I,
1: I don't know. It's just it's just more subtle, I guess. I, I, I can't explain it. Whenever I'm on stage, I get just... So nervous. I still get nervous in front of the camera, but it's just different like in front of the camera I just I feel like I'm supposed to be there, you know, and then on stage I just feel like everyone's thinking like get her off <laughs> Get her off the stage. I
0: don't know. You know The Camera turns on and you're just like I'm at home
1: Oh, hello. <laughs> I'm ready for my close-up
0: <laughs> so, okay, So you we did art studies, too. I, I saw that when uh, I was looking at like your background, and I thought that was interesting, because I hadn't seen that like kind of headline before on it, like art studies. So what drove you to follow that?
1: Well, I, uh, I actually got one degree before that. I got my undergraduate in uh, a BS in psychology, and I had a four-year degree, <laughs> a four-year uh, scholarship and I had finished that other degree in two years. So I was like, what am I gonna do?
0: (laughs) I was like, oh, yeah, I know,
1: it was like a back, I was like, art, I do love art, so.
0: I guess I can complete another full undergraduate degree in the other two years that I was was supposed to have.
1: It was crazy, my hair was falling out, I was like stressed out, but it was fun while I did it. So.
0: (laughs) That's what matters in the long run. So why psychology first?
1: Um, the school was closer to my house, and <laughs> it was, like,
0: so really had, like, this whole, like, life plan you know, I, all laid out for yourself. Uh, I mm-hmm.
1: thought it through. <laughs> um, so, an orientation was coming up for ASU and said, You need to a pick a, a program.
0: <laughs> you couldn't start off undeclared?
1: I could have, but I felt like that was <laughs> lazy. <laughs> so... I was like, oh, I really love psychology. And I've noticed a lot of actors, actually, they randomly have, like, a psychology degree. So I feel like it's worked just in life. So it's good. It all worked out for the best.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it comes in handy. I feel like it's kind of a... It's like specifically an actor thing just because you're like assessing other people You like that whole idea of like, I'm gonna figure people out, what they're thinking, become them, get in their shoes
1: I'm always judging people
0: <laughs> Just judging, basically I'm like basically,
1: quiet opinion. judger That should be my
0: superhero today. a quiet judger <laughs> a quiet I would watch that movie probably oh, no. yeah. We will eventually get it, we've gone through every other superhero <laughs> Yes, yes uh, Okay, cool. So, so you started off psychology. You finished it in two years. Was that just the plan that you had, basically, or were you just powering through it? Or no. What?
1: no, but I was a go-getter. I'm still a go-getter, Tony. <laughs> I try. <laughs> but, um, yeah. No, I, like, I powered through it. For some reason, I decided to take, like, six or seven classes each semester. Good. And then, and then I, I was done with it. And I was like, oh, uh-oh. So, <laughs> I was like, well, I just, I just love art, and art studies was just the whole, like, overall, like, circle of different, different arts. So. so,
0: were you already doing anything? Were you already painting, or were you drawing?
1: Um, I, was, I was painting a little bit. I really got into it in high school, and then the beginning of college, like, kind of took it out of me. Like, like I was saying, I was taking, like, seven classes a semester and then finally when I started doing art studies like, oh my gosh I love it I love painting and then I took some acting classes oh my gosh I love that too how did I forget about that so I had like a two-year hiatus in between high school and and like the time I was taking my art study courses and yeah
0: was it just the idea of like getting the opportunity to do everything is that kind of what turned you on to it or?
1: Yeah. also I am um, really bad at decisions <laughs> No, it seemed like
0: you're pretty good at making the decision you just decided to be a psychologist yes after
1: that. yes but i could not tell you how to run your life i don't even know how to run mine so okay.
0: so so it was just like the d all of the above like yes. choice. you just went yes. into it so is there anything that stood out above the others i mean i guess you mentioned like painting acting but that's still like a few different things like if you were to classify yourself right off the bat as, like, one thing first, the first thing on your business card, what would it be?
1: Oh, I've been, like, soul-searching for the last couple of months. <laughs> I'm still trying you to figure out. just break down the weeping as
0: I ask you that question. Oh, yeah,
1: yes, yes. <laughs> Sobbing. Yes. Oh, I don't know. Tony, it's such a hard question.
0: <laughs> Um, well, it seems yeah. like what you've been doing <laughs> frequently when uh, like when I see you posting and stuff on Facebook is like makeup art Is that oh, oh seem like good. a pretty fair assessment?
1: Oh good. Okay. I like to see like the outside perspective. Okay. Yeah, um makeup
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> We'll cut out everything in the middle of that uh, when I go back
1: <laughs> I don't know. I, I love I love uh, I, like, light up when I, I would think about, like, fine arts and painting. And I could just talk about it for hours. So I think that's that's really where I'm centered. We
0: have one hour. Yeah. So what? We, talk, we have one hour.
1: For oh, office. I thought you had all and night. Your
0: favorite.
1: Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> all
0: right. All right, guys. You heard it first. We're going for a marathon session. Okay. So let's start out with
1: Picasso. <laughs> <Just kidding.
0: laughs> Which you have on your shirt right now. You I have painters. Hey, this is great for a radio, but. <laughs> I
1: know. I know. I went to Spain. Um and then I, I bought the shirt and then I came home.
0: <laughs> Great, moving on, uh, moving on. Okay. But all right, so you've always had an appreciation not only for doing art yourself but like art history then
1: uh, I do I do like art history of a terrible memory, so I like look at a painting I'm like that's that guy. That's that guy that does the paintings and so that's all I know. but I don't know I just I just I, I, I love doing my own art. I try to do... I've been trying to keep up with doing my own art, but, again, I do, like, makeup, and I'm trying to do creative makeup, and then I'm also trying to act, and I've been getting more into that. And then I have my own, like, side business, which is almost like, it's like my main business, doing uh, skincare and that kind of stuff to kind of, like, supplement the income. So I'm just all over the place. That's interesting. So you've seen more makeup. So it's... Okay. So I know I, know I have a theme. I just didn't know it. <laughs> okay, good. I,
0: I just classified you as a person
1: I just oh, you, as a person. I guess so I am a person <laughs> <Thank>
0: <laughs> I mean you. as a person I just I just defined who you are your identity by just giving you uh, I I okay um all right cool so well you like to explore then you like to try different things um is there before we kind of look at the things that you have done is there anything that you've ever wanted to try that you haven't as far as the arts go Oh,
1: arts? um, um Nope, Tony, I've done it all.
0: <laughs> I'm satisfied. I've lived a good life.
1: <laughs> oh, you know what? Actually, uh, dancing. Oh my gosh. I've always wanted to like be an amazing dancer. And like I, uh, I watch dancers and I feel like I got it. But uh, then I go to the club and, and oh boy. It's bad. It's a train wreck. But...
0: Well, maybe it's just the, the wrong avenue for it. I mean if you maybe you just need to be the more interpretive yeah. type of stuff.
1: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I just I feel like it's in me. I feel like I could be a dancer. That's like the one the area where I'm like oh and uh singing. I think I, okay. I think I could be a triple threat. <laughs> but I just never <laughs> never delved into Got one mysterious. down. I
0: feel like I get the other two. But yeah, <laughs> I I could, I could do
1: it tomorrow. I'm that good
0: well how what's stopping you from from trying that now i guess
1: oh god the stress of already having like 10 billion things <laughs> to do i guess i don't know but i guess i could i'm young i'm i'm 25 years old i, I could do it i have it in me right.
0: yeah don't let the head get. yeah um all right so well, that's an interesting thought though so i mean it's the idea you don't necessarily want to add anything to it because you have so much going on have you ever considered taking a step away from any of it mm-hmm.
1: No, it makes me feel so empty just thinking about it. Oh no, Tony, why would you even say that? That's
0: awful. I have to stop making you cry already. Yeah, he's already,
1: it. already made me cry like three times. You just can't see it.
0: Well, that's, that's that's interesting then. So you've already kind of found all these things you fall in love with. Let's let's kind of go through the list a little bit and, and okay. kind of talk about your experiences okay. with them. So. From what I saw in like your like website and stuff, so you did sculpting, you did ceramics, printmaking, design, as well as the painting and the acting. So, I've had a ceramic artist on, on the show before, mm-hmm. and he did it and he kind of fell in love with it instantly. Um, he said he really liked the research behind it. I guess yeah. he said a lot of it is kind of deciding what you're going to do before you even do it. Yeah. Is that pretty accurate? And-
1: Oh yes, it's definitely accurate. I, I try to do that and you're always kind of like thinking about ideas and you let it kind of percolate and then and then you decide to do it and then it looks like crap and Then you're like, oh no, and you go to sleep and then you come back to it and it starts to look better and it's a whole process. It's ups and downs, but...
0: So would you say that's similar or different than other styles of art that you've done? Mm. Do you approach a painting in the same way? Do you approach something 2D in the same way?
1: Um yeah yeah it's all similar and then with acting also like i'll look at a script and i think i'll look at it and i'm like oh i got this and then i'll practice and i'm like oh no it's awful and then i'll delve deeper into it and I'm like, oh i'm finally i'm finally getting it and then and then finally you get that you know the payback from it so
0: so do you like to feel like you've made all your decisions before you say the first word or take the first brushstroke i i
1: really Really try, but then I also end up being kind of spontaneous. I'm like, I'm like a lazy person, Tony. So people don't know this, but I am. So like, yeah, I'll go into my art studio. I put that in quotes. It's just a table with some, with a canvas and like some paints on the side. And I, I, uh, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna do some abstract work. And then I, I do that, and it looks like crap. I'm like, that's why I have to but work behind it before so I I try to just be spontaneous and that reminds me that I have to actually put work in before
0: But the spontaneity comes from not necessarily wanting to do the work that's fair to say
1: yeah I keep hoping it'll work I don't know (laughs) know.
0: so the it's funny you just mentioned that you you sometimes sit down to that you're deciding to do some abstract work so do you make a conscious decision what style of something that you're going to do ahead of time
1: actually yeah well um, I'm very visual so I like start picturing something in my head like lately I've been picturing a lot of like deep blues and dark greens and and like blacks and like uh, different variations of um, like light and dark and so I, I take those colors and I, I do choose those colors and then I do it. It's the composition that needs work. It's like you can slap a couple of colors on there and it just won't look good for some reason. So there needs to be some sort of premeditative thing going on there before you really do it. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, I mean, try and like piggyback up what I was saying then two more um do you um, <laughs> piggyback you say oh. <laughs> um, do, you, do you feel like you aim for a specific like era that you're trying to represent in art like are you would you like try, do you try and classify yourself in one of the schools of art
1: Ooh, I am still trying to find myself as an artist you know you've caught me at a kind of a transitional time in my life <laughs> Tony. Um, I just love saying your name at the end of each thing. Tony. No, uh, it adds
0: that special something. to it. Yeah, oh, well, Tony. This is, this is an
1: interview, so I have to say your, your name at the end of every session. It
0: humanizes me.
1: Exactly. This is a person, people. <laughs> it's Tony, okay? Okay, he's sitting right across from me. He has a face. So, um, so what was your question? <laughs>
0: um basically I mean, when you are approaching a project do you try and define it ahead of time I'll it that way oh, do you define the, it in any way do you find it as a style of art do you define right. it in school do you try and replicate another artist's work do you take that as inspiration
1: um uh, I, yeah that's right that's right I remember <laughs> now. and we're back. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I am still trying to find myself, Tony, <laughs> um, um, but I, I love uh, photorealism and, and renaissance painters, like I could look at those paintings forever and just see the variations and, and light and, and uh, I forgot how you say it, it's chiaroscuro, chiaroscuro, it, that's the technical term. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I said it right, anyways. But um, it's like variations of light and dark, and how they how they play with that, and how realistic they can get it. And I think I really want to do that, but also combine it with abstract work. So maybe do. Um, I've been actually doing a lot of uh, like portraiture, and so it, I kind of combine it with my my makeup work. So I find different models on Instagram that are local. And then I, you know, I, I sketch their face as realistically as I can, you know, without getting bored. So, I, like, I get to a point, I'm like, that's good enough. And then, and then I take um, my paints and I, I uh, try to find, like, I actually do, like, abstraction, like, on top of their face. So, I, I, think, I think that's a good place to start. I think I might keep exploring that. But there's so many ideas I have. I just I don't think I've chosen an exact type and style of art, and I need to find it.
0: It's interesting. So you take like a form as a base, but then you decide you you decide what makes that, what's important about that form, and what can be kind of yeah. d- taken down and deconstructed about it.
1: Exactly. Like That's I, interesting. I try to like try to like connect with it. I, I don't know. I try to just see something in it, and then I. Uh, I feel like I can only work in detail so long and all the, I'm, I'm just like seeing like all this color that I want to use and I just like have to work it's like this like need to do something abstract and like I can see these colors that I want to use like, like bright pink ooh, and then like an orange right there and then I step back so there is like having to step back and like calm down and like don't don't do too much and then I'm like oh no okay yeah no it needs a green like kind of up top to kind of balance out the the orange on the bottom I don't know it's, it's a process
0: how, how do you see that how do you see what a painting is lacking
1: I don't know I feel like it takes it takes a while to to realize that you need a step back and I don't know it's like I just my eyes just kind of see it and I, I still think I'm trying to, trying to figure out that style. I'm trying to figure out how to perfect it. But I feel like I have that instinct, and I think you need that instinct. You know, the balance. It's all about balance and like imbalance. Being able to make stuff asymmetrical, not necessarily symmetrical, and. Now I'm just rambling and blah, 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 <laughs> blah, 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 blah,
0: No, I think that's really interesting. And so how do you take those ideas and those instincts and apply them, like, to makeup? Because then you have actual physical limitations you're dealing with. How, what do you do with that?
1: Uh, well, it also involves working with the photographer as well. So um, lately I've been just taking projects where I just... I know what the photographer wants and you know and then I, I do that and I'm able to put my own creative flair into it, but there's still some restrictions. I'd really love to take some ideas that I just have like percolating in my head and just just do it on a model and have a photographer there. I still haven't figured that out. I need to do a lot of networking. It's all it's all about the networking and I just need to do it. I've had so many other things on my mind. I've been doing more acting. And um, getting my business going, and I don't know. So, someday I'm going to work with a... I need to find a photographer that's like, yeah, let's let's do that idea that you have, and yeah.
0: So, do you feel like that's pretty common for makeup artists? Like, they have to... They are there in service of the photographer?
1: I feel like there's there's times when you do have, like, a good partnership and a good balance, but right now... I'm just I'm I'm looking for that. I had that with another photographer, and then she moved, and then since then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna work on this other stuff, and now I need to get back into, you know, finding someone that I don't know, just to collaborate with. Yeah, it's a it's it's a. Never mind, never mind. Go go go, Tony. No no no. no, no. What, what is a?
0: It is a, a. I am gonna sit here in silence. What is?
1: With you oh my god! That. I just <laughs> couldn't think of the word. It's a. Group effort! That's yes. what it is. Okay. It's a group, it is a group. effort. The model, the photographer, and the makeup artist. And
0: that was what I was going to ask too, is kind of how does the individual model play into your ideas, your creativity, all that.
1: Oh, gosh. Um, I feel like you can just kind of look at someone. I don't know. I just kind of, it's their face shape. It's just how they look. And then you just kind of like, it's, it's the canvas. So you just kind of build off of that. I don't know. I I can't I can't, ex- I can't explain it. It's again it's like looking at a painting and thinking what does this need? Yeah, yeah. it takes a lot of introspection. Yeah. Awesome.
0: And do you feel like the the model is giving anything from their like personality or is it all like physical?
1: I think I think personality does play into it. There's everyone's a mixture of their physical and their personality so and the personality always shines through and I think makeup is a way to kind of help supplement the personality like a lot of times you know you, you just slap a coat of paint on them and, and they all look the same but I don't really like doing that I like to just take everyone's like beautiful features and like accentuate them I. I really don't like like the cookie cutter makeup going on, I like the same brows, the same like cut crease, the same lipstick. It's like, no, please! I just want like nice glowy makeup, like show the freckles and. Now people are putting fake freckles on. It's like, oh,
0: really? Yeah, said,
1: yeah. You, do, you don't follow all the makeup artists on Instagram? Generally? I've
0: I've let it slack off a little bit, oh, but yeah, I've been no, so happening. long in my life wishing I didn't have freckles, and now they're a good thing.
1: Yes, exactly. Like me too. So it's like, it's worked <laughs> out in the long run for us. But now people are like, oh, I want that, so they just they put on freckles. I don't get it.
0: That's
1: crazy. I don't understand. So
0: so how does that idea then of like? The face is a canvas and the kind of the restriction, like not wanting to get into just the cookie cookie cutter style of makeup um, play into the business side of it. Because you do have this aesthetics business where you are, yeah, you are kind of catering to that as a product. So how do you reconcile that?
1: I don't know. I just want to be an individual. Gosh dang it. Why do I have to follow social norms? It makes me so mad. But then, you know, I have to do, uh, I do, right now I'm doing, you know, like prom makeup and, and um, wedding makeup and it's hard because it's, it's so specific and, I mean, you have to do what they want. And it's like, you want to put a little bit more like burnt umber or something on their <laughs> eyes, like, oh, that'll accentuate the blue. And they're like, no, I want a gray. They're like, no, I want a gray. And I'm like, No. But then I have to because they're paying me. So I don't know. I, that's where I'm at right now. I just... Someday. Someday I'll be able to just, like, work with... Well, no, but when you're doing... Because I also do... Sorry. I also do uh, um, makeup for, like, Phoenix Fashion Week. And I kind of, like, help with that. And you have to follow to a T what the designer wants. So I think the only way for a makeup artist to be really creative is to say to a photographer, like, hey what about would you like like abstract triangles all over their face or something and they'll be like oh, okay I can see it well then I can make this background happen I'll be like yeah yeah, yeah that's good so I think that's the only way it's just all about collaborating with other artists but
0: would you compare it to working on commission as an artist as a as a painter because I know that you've done paintings on commission as well. Do you feel like that is along the same lines of having to just follow a paint by numbers almost?
1: You made a very good point, Tony. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> yes, yes, I, I do agree with that. Um, I don't know where I'm going with this. Um, yeah, when I do commission work, it's, yeah, it's the same. You're being commissioned to bring their vision to life. So you have to let go of that like, artist's ego. I feel like every successful artist has to do that. You can't just think that you're going to just be able to make what you want and then make a ton of money. I mean, I guess Picasso did that. But you know what? That'll do Oh, know. Pablo. No, Pablo. Spoiling it for what everybody. Are you doing? <laughs> no uh, one understands you, Pablo.
0: So, I mean, how do you. Do you have to take any. Oh, my God, what is that? <laughs> that.
1: I. Where? I'm trying here, Tony. I'm really trying. I'm tra-
0: Jesus Christ. Do you want
1: me to go tell him to stop? <laughs> S- sir. 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 Oh, he ran. Oh, he thank ran. Thank you very much.
0: Put, put down that giant wad of chicken See, wire he you were heard rolling up He
1: saw my face. It oh
0: was very stern.
1: Uh, thank you.
0: Um, okay, it did actually stop a little bit. Well. <laughs> oh, no. I'm leaving all of this in. Um, well. Uh, do you ever have to take any, like, real specific steps, do you feel like, to get over that artist's ego? I mean, how, is it something that you had to, like, consciously walk over?
1: Yes. Um, <laughs> I pictured the money. And, <laughs> and I said, Okay. <laughs>
0: You take nothing else away from this interview. <laughs> Let it be known. Just think of the money, artists, and it doesn't matter.
1: Just uh, visualize it. It's all about visualization. And then <laughs> and then you'll do it. The motivation is there. <laughs> but, uh,
0: yeah. Um <laughs> How important is it? Here's a big question. How important is monetary compensation in art?
1: Oh, it's very important when it comes to food. <laughs> but... Oh god, I hate money. I really would do stuff for like free for people and I just ah, but I have to do it for the money. And then even when you're making your own work, you think to yourself, could this sell? Could it be up in a coffee shop or could it So, I still think I'm trying to like calm down and relax and think, "No, no, no. Just do it for me. You'll find you'll find your niche, you know. I just have to let go of that idea of making money, and then find my, what's that called? Um, oh, like, type of art, like, type of genre that I like to work in, then you can make money because you have a type that you work in. It's like, ugh, it's weird. It's a weird circle. You so
0: you just kind of feel like you have to reconcile the idea of, like, getting the world to the point where they want to give you the money for what you were already doing.
1: Yeah, exactly. Wait, what'd you say? So uh,
0: Maybe that was wrong. Maybe I'll start over. Um, <laughs> my that was, switched
1: off. It maybe that wasn't what you were saying. No, as soon as I
0: start talking, seen, it's so weird. Oh no, um, my God, crazy. it's like every date I had in high school. <laughs> no, I swear I'm listening. No, I wasn't attention. Um No, so what, is, it, is it kind of like the idea of you have to get to the point where you feel like... It, You were comfortable asking for money for what you'd already be doing rather than asking someone what they want and giving it to them?
1: Oh my god! I keep thinking about that guy. that's baby's <laughs> stuff around. <laughs> Tony, you're just not interesting enough. I'm not. I'm not it's listening. gonna
0: bounce back. I'm just gonna say yes. You agree? Yes, yeah, um,
1: I, I do <laughs> agree. I do. I do. From what I heard, I agree.
0: Um, so, how do you ever run into similar issues with acting? Do you feel like it's easier for you as an actor to um, explore yourself creatively, or do you feel like you you deal with the same issues of like giving the director what they want?
1: Oh gosh. Yeah, there's a lot of themes here. It's true. I do feel like you have to to kind of... Well, yeah, you have to let go of your ego and do what the director wants because it's their vision and that's why they chose you, you know? But also you have to bring yourself to, to the audition. So if you do it right they'll choose you because of you and then you can bring yourself to it. I act like I know what I'm saying. I'm I'm a novice. I've been doing it for like three or four years, but I always feel like I'm learning. So but that's that's what I've picked up.
0: That's the interesting thing. That's the part of the reason I'm I love doing this type of thing in like a town that isn't like a major arts town, even though Phoenix is a pretty big arts town, is that like one person can see three and four years as being a novice. One person can see as being like, oh, my God, oh, I'm you are... SAG yes, am card. Exactly. I'm ready
1: to go to L.A. And I'm like, oh, no, no, not yet, not yet.
0: yet. <laughs> Is that something you've ever considered?
1: Oh, yes, yes. I uh, I don't think I'd ever, like, pick up and move to L.A. and stay there. But it would be nice to kind of, like, go back and forth and then uh, maybe someday get my SAG card. I really, I, I would love... I would love to just act and make art. I think that would be amazing. It's not too much to ask. I think it's pretty simple.
0: So, what do you think it is that makes you want to stay in Phoenix?
1: Oh, the wonderful heat. Like, the way it burns your skin as you walk outside. Um,
0: Sizzling sound reminds you you're alive.
1: Yeah, and you just you hurt all over, and you're sweating, and you feel like you're gonna die, but then you don't. But
0: <laughs> and that's art, it really. And that is art.
1: <laughs> but I think um, it's just because I've lived here my whole life. Every time I go out of state, I always think this is nice, but I can't wait to get back home because like the streets are more open, it's it's cleaner, it's it's got. I feel like the people are nice, right? Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know. Every time I go somewhere else and I think about like living there, I get kind of like depressed. I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I'd, if I'd hack it, you know? <laughs> so I don't know.
0: So, all right, that's an interesting way of putting it then. So do you feel like if you ever tried to move permanently to L.A., you'd be afraid of failure? Mm, or
1: Yeah, I think there's a lot of fear and anxiety in there yeah yeah but, right. but 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 but, but <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> i got it okay it's the coffee i'm so giggly um <laughs> so uh i think perchance i might be able to move there but i'd have to know i'm ready i'm all about i said i'm lazy and i don't care about preparation but deep down I really care like I want to know I've honed my skills here before I even attempt to go over there so maybe someday maybe someday I'll take a couple months go over there and or I don't know I'll, i just kind of like go with the flow uh, haphazard semi-organized flow
0: interesting so would you say that there's not really a point that you feel like you'd know if you're ready? You're just going to know when it happens?
1: Yeah. Because I don't think you're ever really ready. There's always an excuse, you know. So, I, uh, I don't know. I would do it the same way I approach everything in life. Like, I, uh, one month, I'll be like, oh, I need to act. Like, you feel a deep down you like listen to yourself I'm like I need to act so you're looking for all the auditions you do a ton of auditions and you should already be doing that anyways you should always be looking out for like the next audition but and then like the next month I'm like oh gosh I need to paint I need to just I need to paint something so I think I would wait for that deep down feeling you know where everything's just kind of clicking in my brain Like, you have to do it. Like, this is the time, you know? So I think I'm kind of waiting for that. And right now, right now, Phoenix feels like the right place. Like, I know I'm in the right place. I'm just waiting for that, that, that time.
0: So when that type of urge hits you, do you instantly act on it? Like, if you had the the urge to say, like, I need to be in L.A. I need to be in L.A. and make things happen, you would just go. Or would Um, you...
1: I think yeah I would have to instantly do it but plan it out so instantly plan (laughs) so not just like pack up my car and go but like instantly be like you know what I'm gonna find a place to kind of like room with someone for like a couple months let me look for classes out there you know I have recently I've been I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and uh different I don't know different improv stuff with people from like uh, UCB and like the groundlings I'm like oh that would be a lot of fun so I'd probably research that and like maybe just spend a couple months, I don't know but it's not, I'm not ready yet I'm not, I haven't, I don't feel it I don't feel it deep down
0: so. so have you ever had that impulse to do something like that but taken the time to prepare like you just said because it seems like you still want to make sure that things are laid out but by the time you feel like you've laid the groundwork the m- impulse has passed Hmm. Have you ever missed right. your chance to act on a creative urge?
1: Never. <laughs> I don't. You know, I, I, I don't know. Like when I, when I opened my own business, that I had a like, just that was something that it was the same kind of thing. Like one week I was like, I'm good, I'm good, just working with this other person and and you know making you know good money. To like the next week I'm like, no. I need to open up my own place. I need, to, I need to rent a room with someone and then have my own business, you know, cause I'll never do it if I don't do it now. And so then that next week somebody else approached me and was like, who do you want to rent a room with me? Like all just, everything coincided with each other. It was like, it was perfect. So I think I'm waiting for that where everything just kind of like lines up. And I don't know, like maybe somebody will be like, you know, I'm going to LA. And I need, I'm looking for someone to room with and I want to do this. I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to do that too. I think I'm kind of waiting for like in- internally me wanting to do that and then externally different forces kind of coming together. So,
0: Do you feel like waiting for those kind of scenarios to happen takes the pressure off of you?
1: Yes, it's a defense mechanism. <laughs> I was a psychology <laughs> major.
0: Oh, <laughs> coming full circle. I guess,
1: as I'm saying that, I'm like, oh, that sounds like I'm never going to do it because how is that ever going to happen? But, but, but it I've, has so far. So far, it's worked for me. So I think I'm, I'm gonna keep doing it because I do have my business here right now, and I don't know. I like my rent is up at uh, the place I'm at in in like next March. So who knows what'll happen? Like maybe, maybe. As rent's about to, I mean, not rent, but you know, like my yeah, time your there, lease my letter. lease. Right. Lease, yes. My lease will be up, and all of a sudden I'll be like, wow, I, I got a job out there or something, you know, something. Or maybe that won't happen, and who knows? I don't know. I'm just going to go with the flow.
0: Maybe by that point you'll have had a chance to dance and you'll become a dancer oh instead.
1: Yeah, who knows? I'll be dancing with the stars. No, that's impossible, isn't it? Because I'm not a star yet. Yet.
0: You could be the dancer, though.
1: Oh, wow. I- Oh. Like
0: the one who is dancing with the stars. Which if you think about it, is it's the title role.
1: Yes, I want that. Yes, Tony, can you help me with that?
0: <laughs> I'll call my guy. Okay,
1: thank you.
0: Um, Alright, so let's talk a little bit about acting a little bit more then. Because okay. I feel like we've told on uh, other stuff more than enough. Yeah, yeah uh, done. <laughs> um, so you took some acting classes and that's where you began. You're still taking some acting classes, right? Yes,
1: yes. Um, I, I try to... I'm like a perpetual student. Like I love... I love classes, and I took like, a, like an eight-month break, but I still was acting. I was, I was doing different short films, but I feel like you always, you always be, need to be taking a class. When you're not in a class, you're like, I don't need that. I'm fine. But then when you go into the class, you're like, oh my gosh, what, I was kidding myself. Like, I need this. So,
0: so are you learning something new every time, or is it more for the practice?
1: Um, oh, I'm definitely learning something new. Every time, I, I think there's always something to learn. You like never stop learning. Um, right now, I'm uh, at the, the Howie Acting Studio, and that's like I I don't know. I've I've been there for like four weeks, and I've already learned so much. And I've learned that I need I need to be myself. Every time I do a role, um, like specifically, well, yeah, specifically comedic. I like kinda lose like this character I have going on like myself. I lose this that I have. And I just end up just reading the words and I try to put myself in there, but for some reason I hold it back. Like I feel like I'm almost too animated. Like I need to hold it back. But I'm like, no no no, that's that could get me roles. My personality could get me roles. So I think that's what I'm working on right now. Like finding myself. And finding a way to keep that in like everything I do, keep a consistent look. So that's where I'm at now.
0: It's like a, I think it's a Stanislavski thing that he said like every every role you are is, is the same thing but a little different. It's always you but a little bit different. Yes. That's yes. kinda of what you're going for.
1: Yes. You need to always put yourself in the role. Like the backbone of the character. It's you. You just have to add on to it with what the character is. So
0: so uh, why why do you feel like that's a hang-up for you like you said you're you always feel like you're holding it back i mean what is there to hold back
1: i i don't know i'm trying to figure out figure it out um uh i think so you can't see it right now but i have very animated expressions you know and when i'm on camera I I look at myself and my eyes dart and like I move too much and so I feel like when I'm on camera I have to not be myself so I can start stop you know darting my eyes and moving so much and then I lose my like right now I'm trying it and like losing my voice and I'm just kind of like oh this is a character blah blah blah. Like, no, no, keep keep the animated stuff, but stay focused. That's what I'm trying to work on. I'm trying so hard. I think that's
0: interesting because one of the first things you said in here was that you really enjoyed how subtle the on-camera work was. But yeah. it seems like it's kind of stifling you a little bit.
1: It's, it's what?
0: Stifling you a little bit.
1: Oh, it is. It is. Um, oh, gosh. I don't know. I just, I, it is. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I'm, like, having a breakthrough right now. It is. Oh my gosh! Yeah.
0: So, is there is there a different environment in these type of classes than there is in like a college setting?
1: Uh, yes. I I feel like there is. Well, the the, the class I took at ASU, the on camera class, um, it was it was really informative. I feel like I feel like every teacher has something new to tell you. Like every class I take is is different. So I feel like. Yes, this course is different, but it's the same, it's also very informative, so
0: I don't know. Have you, because you've taken such a varied like, array of courses, have you ever run into a philosophy you just didn't agree with when it came to acting, like a teacher that you just didn't vibe with?
1: No, I uh I oh you you like heard the undertone, like you're like, yeah, there's somebody she doesn't like. No, I like I like name Name every... names. Okay, so there's this one guy
0: <laughs> bitch sesh. <laughs>
1: yes. Okay, Danny, let's let's get let's dig into this. Alright, let's do this. Okay. So um no, um oh, no, I, I liked I like every acting course. I think you have to like Okay, like, for example, I think the reason why I had that kind of, like, undertone was because I did, I did take Meisner, and it's because I only did six weeks of it. And so we only got into, like, the repetition phase, and I got bored. It's like it's like with my paintings. if uh, I, I get kind of bored. I'm like, no, I want to I wanna get to the script.
0: Too much details.
1: Yeah, like, I want to do, do the script work. And um, I think if I had kept with it, I would have made, like, big breakthroughs. So, I don't know.
0: So, do you ever try and, like, do any of the, like, the actual study and stuff on your own outside the classroom?
1: Uh, yes. I don't necessarily read a ton of books, but uh, lately I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. Like, um, what's his name? Uh, I think it's Sam Elliott, and he does, uh oh god I can't remember it's like acting on camera or something like that oh, I never heard and that it, has, it has like uh, a different array of, of uh, actors and actresses and so I, I pick like my favorite actors I should just listen to all of them cause, but, but like for example like Jake Hall and like Paul Dano and like I don't know various actors and I listen to like what you know how did, how did they do it and that's like my obsession right now
0: so. How did actors like that become your favorite actors? What is it about them? What's the, what's the connecting traits?
1: They're, uh, they're not afraid to be different. They delve so deep into their characters, and they're not doing, like... Um, I mean, a lot of their stuff is, you know, very popular, but they're not doing, like, the, the hit blockbusters, you know? Like, they're... I don't know. I don't, I don't think they're really doing it for the money, Maybe they are. It's all about the money, Tony. (laughs) But, um, but, but, they, like, for example, like, Jake Gyllenhaal, um... Nightmaller? Yes. (laughs) How did you know? I've watched it, like, three times. (laughs) It's it's insane, like, how he does that. and And, um, apparently he didn't really, like, he tried not to, like, blink too much during it. Like, there's certain things he figured out that would just make the character, like...
0: make you feel uneasy
1: yeah yeah yeah. and like nocturnal animals i thought that was very good um paul dano uh what's that new movie with uh daniel radcliffe
0: oh Uh, yeah um, oh man the swiss army man
1: yeah yeah that was pretty good it was so interesting (laughs) um that's all i have to say it's very interesting um but but that, that was great and i just watched again um uh, there will be blood. Oh God, he does such a good job with that, and uh, they're just different characters. It just they they have a whole array, and they're not afraid to do that. Oh, another person um, who oh, it's that guy with the face. Oh, we did that movie. <laughs> um, with the ring. Oh, he's not that good. With the ring. With the ring. You know? Lord of the Rings. Oh. What is his name? Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood, thank you so much. You're like my second brain. I need to <laughs> have you walk around with me. Like a little voice. Um Elijah Wood, uh oh, he's he's amazing. He also has a podcast you know, he he does an interview with Sam Elliott and he talks about how he like moved to LA and and uh when he was young and he decided to take after doing lord of the rings he said i need to do low budget like indie films and so since then he's just been doing that and
0: yeah he did maniac which is crazy
1: yeah oh i have never seen it i've never seen that i need to do that oh i thought that was your phone is that your phone Oh, how dare you? Okay, no, it wasn't. Okay, he's good. He's good. He's He's professional.
0: Uh, That's this fucking woman behind us. (laughs) This
1: place is insane. Somebody's, like, building a shop downstairs. There's, like, like, phones ringing.
0: (laughs) Um, Okay, so you like people who make bold choices. Yes, and I think
1: that's where I need to be. Like, uh, Static was great. It was... A a different kind of film I'd ever seen before, and it's so artistic. I think like the, the really artistic kind of like cinematic films are where it's at. Like you know, you look at it and you see the composition, and you see like the bold acting choices. You're just like, wow, that's that's amazing. I love those kind of movies. I love it. And the same, like on the other side of the coin, I love comedy. So like Mr. Show. I love Mr. Show. I love Bob Odenkirk. Um, I love, oh gosh, there's so many comedians I love. Like, that's another thing I've been doing recently is watching a lot of stand-up. So I don't know where I'm at. I think I'd really love to do comedy um, and then kind of veer into, like, kind of indie. Like, do this, you know, indie and comedy. I feel like they're almost, like, a lot of comedians end up doing a lot of, of indie films so i think yeah. that's where i'm
0: they've all like written their own kind of movie like Demetri martin has a movie that's coming out so
1: yes on. yeah i love dimitri Ma- martin i just watched yeah. his stand-up and uh who else did i watch um john mulaney have you watched his uh, oh hello uh, yeah oh hello <laughs> <laughs> yes yes i just watched that that was crazy so i loved it
0: um, uh interesting okay so that's it seems like you're like kind of idolizing maybe not idolizing like admiring actors who um, who are doing the thing that you've recognized the thing that you can't do yeah. so wow. Freaking How you. do you? I could do it. <laughs> well, then, why aren't you? Like, why do why do you feel like that's the wall you have to cross? You see, you're saying that like you are hesitant to make those bold choices. You're feeling confined by the camera. You're feeling like um, <laughs>
1: I feel like you're my therapist. <laughs> this is just this for me, out. and yeah,
0: I'm gonna be charging you. Um, God, I don't but have money. Oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, so so you feeling you're seeing all these people who are making these big bold choices. You're making big comedic choices even too. Yeah. Um, but. It's something that you feel like you aren't at that comfort level yet. Right, so, what right. what do you feel like you can take from watching somebody else do that?
1: Uh, just seeing how authentic they are, and just try to emulate that. I think I think that's where I'm at right now. I just I need to emulate it. Like they found it, you know. Like uh, like yeah, John Mulaney. Like he's just himself. He's his fun, quirky self, and like Dimitri Martin, same thing, and. Uh, I just need to figure out how to do that. When they do roles. they are that. Like they haven't. Like maybe they've changed it a little bit, but it's them. You know.
0: So you're kind of trying to like fake it till you make it type of thing, where it's like yes. you're you are trying to do impersonation of somebody who is bold until you can feel comfortable being bold yourself.
1: Yes, I have. I've always done that. <laughs> I've I uh, I I'm actually extremely shy. Oh my God, you guys! They're literally they're welding. welding. <laughs> they're I wasn't so I was making a joke when I said they're building a shop downstairs, but I think they're actually building something right now. <laughs> this is great. No wonder it's so hot. I thought it was just me. <laughs> oh, uh, I just
0: it's thought it was just these Fresh takes that we were having. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. One last thing I want to talk about a little bit, sure. since we're talking about film festivals, since you've completed some short films now, mm-hmm. um, you've taken them to festivals, and mm-hmm. what is that atmosphere like?
1: oh um i think only the real festival i've really done was the um um SCC. yeah yeah and that it, it's fun it's like a it's just a fun environment i wish i had done um i did do an asu capstone and they have their asu capstone thing and i, I didn't go to that that's the thing i get most recognized for well in the like community but like people that also go to asu they're like oh my god I know you from someplace. I'm like, no, no, I don't, I
0: don't
1: know. But they're like, yes, I do. And I'm like, I did an ASU capstone. And they're like, yes. <laughs> so that's like the best. But it's fun. I um, uh, I can't wait to be in more films and in more film festivals. I just want to keep that momentum going. You know.
0: Do you, do you feel like that is, like, an end goal for a movie, like getting into a festival, something like that? Do you? I'm not really sure about, about that.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I feel like in Arizona, that's like the big thing. Like you know, you—I don't know. I'm not a filmmaker, but like uh, filmmakers probably gonna listen to this and be like, "She's just not even right. (laughs) So stupid. Stupid actor. Uh, Stupid actors. They don't know what they're saying. We just pay you to act. Uh, But um, so uh, like so insecure."
0: you <laughs> oh, I <think> am <laughs> right <my> so,
1: <throat> I'm so insecure. um but uh, yeah, so I think I don't think it's necessarily the the end goal, but that's definitely like the next step is to to get into festivals and then get it distributed somehow, like Amazon prime is like a big thing and and um yeah, yeah
0: so. What was, because I, I didn't actually see the title of it when when I was seeing all the stuff you're putting into it, what was the movie that you were in that went to the festival?
1: Um, uh, it was called uh, Central Office. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I just, I did like a really small role. I was a police officer, and my god, I don't look, I don't look like a police officer at all, <laughs> and the uniform is all baggy, and I was like, oh god. I'm just, I'm interested to see how uh, static turns out. I thought I looked pretty good. You were on set. You saw me. I thought I looked pretty badass.
0: Yeah, I didn't know anything about a lot of this, but plot, you no know, yeah. beyond what, like, Jake told me to do that day, so, <laughs> I knew you were playing a child? Is that what was happening? How dare Is that... you? You heard... are saying the worst things like <laughs> no. no. No, no. The, your I name was told... Kid, wasn't it? You were a kid, no. Valuta? No. No. <laughs> oh no. god. What was... I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: No, it wasn't Kid, Kid Valuta, it was, uh, I am totally... young, are... young. Young Valuta. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. I'm, I walk in, you know, I see someone's not, name on the call, sheet I'm is not, Young Voluta. I'm not heated anymore, he makes a lot of sense, I guess, okay, but, yeah, uh, my role was Young Voluta, and I had to, I'm just subservient to Master, the Master Voluta. This will all make okay. sense once you all watch the film, you will all watch Static, because you'll see Tony and me... And all of our glory. Tony did such a good job. He's hilarious.
0: I was on for literally 10 seconds of film.
1: Oh my god! It was the best 10 seconds. Oh.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a good time to, to bring it into the last couple questions I like to ask, though. Okay. So first off i always kind of like to know you know because this is a pretty tight-knit community even if it is getting bigger and bigger yeah. i mean is there any other artists of any kind that you want to shout out in the valley area it doesn't have to be actresses or mm-hmm. makeup artists or anything like that and just any artists that you feel like we should look out for
1: um i am an awful promotional person um i like that usually i just really remember the stuff i'm like working on right now and then well, who I'm are like you
0: working with then? right now
1: well, I mean, like, like Jacob. Oh, Jacob Sachs He's a great director. Look him up. <laughs> um, I'm I'm going to start working with uh, Daniel Mendoza on uh, this web series called Human Threads, and it seems very interesting. So I have my own part in there. And when it comes to artists, um, I just really. I mean, I follow a couple people on Instagram like uh, there's this one girl I follow her because I wish I was her like she has so much motivation I don't know how she does it she wakes up at like seems like 7am like every day and she's like posting Instagram stories and, <laughs> and she's on her blog and <laughs> I'm like what the hell no her name's uh, Paige Poppy like uh, P-O-P-P-E Paige Poppy and she does a lot of um, like desert landscape la- not landscapes but more like kind of botanical landscape like uh, cacti kind of stuff but it's very uh, bold and she's doing some more abstract work and she's getting it into a ton of different shops a lot of shops in old town and she she's great she's someone to kind of follow to see how to do it as an artist to like figure out how to get your work into places how to you know do a blog how to run a website so I like her a lot. No,
0: Page Poppy. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like she's kind she of doing. Don't even
1: know who I am. She's <laughs> gonna be like, what? <laughs> what is this? Yeah, I just
0: but that's saw interesting. Her it sounds great. like she's doing what you're trying to do with like yeah. uh, forms and like faces, but with yeah. places and look, yeah. settings. And she's
1: uh, she. Oh, God, I just envy her. She's, yeah, again, she doesn't even know who I am. I'm just kind of, like, following oh, her and, like, <laughs> lurking. I'm like, wow. I, like, watch her video. She posts a video every day. She, like, uploads it and... This is like the lyrics of
0: every like pop punk song ever. Like she doesn't know who I am, but I love her and she's perfect.
1: I love her. I'm gonna find her.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I'm gonna kill. And
1: then I'm gonna kill. I'm just kidding, Paige. I love you.
0: (laughs) Okay, cool. So let's jump into your own projects you've already mentioned a little bit. So what are some things that you wanna plug?
1: Oh, okay. Um, um, b- 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 really, I think I just want to plug my my business. Like, if you need any makeup work, or if you are a photographer and you are interested in doing something very artistic and and I don't know, uh, I would I would love to collaborate with you. Um, and then yeah, that. Film that's
0: Beck's Aesthetics. Aesthetics. Bex
1: Aesthetics. It's a uh, B E C K S Aesthetics. That's aesthetics with an A, E, S, (laughs) I won't spell the whole thing. I think you got it. So bexaesthetics.com, you go to that, Um, and I also have it, bexaesthetics, on my Instagram, and then my other Instagram that's for more acting kind of work is uh, Rebecca underscore Gambino. (laughs) G-A-M
0: <laughs> and that's I, it
1: I <laughs> know you like cut it off you're like no
0: <laughs> you get the first three letters of what? both of them are A-E-S like, and G-A-M and that's like, all God,
1: this, is. this is too yeah. difficult <laughs>
0: uh, okay and, uh, anything else
1: <laughs> no I guess that's it it was so much fun
0: okay well the last thing I'd like to ask um, is just if you were to run into somebody who was trying to do what you do trying to start an arts career in Phoenix today like what one piece of advice would you want to give them
1: oh just keep going don't get discouraged like if you don't get like if you don't get a role or an audition that's like that happens to me every week I just tear up the script and I say oh well you know and you just keep going and like with your artwork I mess I emailed like 10 coffee shops the other day like will you take my work will you take my work and I haven't even gotten anything back but you just—you really have to throw it away and be like, oh, oh well, I'm just gonna make some more art, and uh, yeah, just just keep on going.
0: Keep on going. I love it. All right, Rebecca, thank you so much. It was thank a good time. You. <laughs> Special thanks to Nick Machete for writing our theme music and Taylor Machete for all of her support. If you are enjoying the podcast so far, don't forget to follow us and leave nice ratings on Facebook, Twitter, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Pinecast.co. And if you or someone you know is pursuing something artistic in the Phoenix area and you'd like to be on the podcast, write to me at starvingartistsphx at gmail.com.